Art is awesome. Martial arts are awesome. Let's take a journey to where they both are meet. Welcome to the Martial Artsy Podcast. Okay, we live, baby. Let's go. We all the way live. <laughs> Let's go. What's up, guys? Um, this is another, thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Martial Artsy Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Kong Sarai, and I have with me one of El Cajon's finest, <laughs> Zantez Tez yeah. Avant. Yes. Um, here on the Martial Artsy Podcast, if you have watch this for any length of time, which probably isn't very long because this is probably like my actual fourth or fifth actual podcast. (laughs) We like to delve into the confluence between martial arts and art. So I like to talk to people that I've had the experience with through maybe martial arts Mm -hmm. or art Yes. And then talk about their experience and how those two worlds either coexist or different potential things that you can draw from from either that help with either. Yes. So my intention is with the Martial Arts Podcast is to be able to speak to those that are anywhere on the spectrum as far as their own development, whether it's a young kid, whether it's a not so young kid. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's a refuse to ever be anything other than kid, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whoever that may be. Yeah. And to let them know that you don't have to be mutually exclusive. You don't have to be one or the other. You mm-hmm. can be both. Absolutely. And to be a complete, robust individual, have an understanding of the expression of both of those different types of of ways of being. Yeah. Is crucial and a lot more people that are involved in martial arts have that background or have that ability or have that season in their life where art was an expression absolutely and so we like to shed a little bit of light on that Mm -hmm. and uh, one my current guest here Tez <laughs> yes I'm gonna call you Tez yes. so we don't can drop all that that's good all that government name oh that's a beautiful name yeah. I just wanna put that out there <laughs> <laughs> that's tremendous yeah yeah um I have Tez here mm-hmm. and if I'll just start talking I'll tell you a little bit about mm-hmm. how I met Tez yes 2009 or 10 ish Mm-hmm. Around those times, back in the old El Cajon days, when I had a gym here in uh, El Cajon, mm-hmm. Undisputed Fitness and Training Center, just going to put that out there. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it was originally like one of the spots. It was a mixed martial arts gym. We offered boxing. We offered jiu-jitsu. We offered Muay Thai. We had a full kids program, and we had a kettlebell program that was oriented around strength and conditioning, and we did 
a whole lot of fun stuff. Mm -hmm. um, during that time, there wasn't a lot of stuff going on mm -hmm. in El Cajon. There were a few other schools, but like, as far as like the culture that we built there, it was a very unique, very interesting culture, mm -hmm. and it was fun. It was a fun thing, to, fun thing to be in and being around. And during that time, some of our uh, our trainers slash people slash mm -hmm. the line, you know, there was various gradients of mm -hmm. where people fit on that spectrum of the line as far as like mm -hmm. their affiliation with the gym at that time. Mm -hmm. We had we had a lot of people that were into a whole lot of different things. And one of those things came to my attention from, I, we spoke to him on one of the previous podcasts, uh, Berlin. Mm -hmm. He was working with us at the time for boxing and he put me onto it because I met Berlin and we were, you know, he was all about like music and he was all about boxing and he was all about visual arts and this, that, and the third. And it was really refreshing to like, kind of be around somebody that thought that way. Yeah. And he put me on to you. He's like, yo, you got to check out this mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, who is this? Yeah. It's like it's like a legit He's like the only person back in my experience at that time mm -hmm. that I knew that was from this area yeah. that was like really doing music like that, like at that on that level. Yeah, like one of them. Yep. Matter of fact, if you want to, you could probably go on Amazon right now <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> and pick that up. You know what I mean? Different times, different times. Different times. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's different yeah. times. Like and, but the thing is it's like it's like me. Yeah. Like, I've had, like, a bunch of different lifestyle, like Not lifestyle, but life. Uh, a bunch of different lives, yes. I would say. Not like a cat, like, where I die and come yeah, back. Yeah, but, yeah. like, but yes. there's, like, different iterations Chapters of me. Parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a very, um, very, very awesome part yes. of t uh, that marks the time period in my life. Yes. And I happen to have... The knowledge that that marked the time time period in your life, yes. and it's just awesome. Some sometimes it's just going back and reflect on those times. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, fast forward to now. Yeah. We are here at the Bomber Squad. This is 1404 East Main Street in yep. El Cajon, and it's a boxing academy run by Berlin. Absolutely. And here we have Tez, yes. who is in charge of the physical conditioning for the boxing program here. Absolutely. Which is so awesome because this is one of the spots where if you're interested in, say, actually boxing, like learning how to box and, and, and training and, and that you want to actually develop the skills you need to be able to box, if you can't tell this ring right here, you know what I mean? It's people use it. <laughs> people A use lot it. of usage. If you would like to learn how to use it, you should come here, especially if you're in this area. So Yeah, come through, come through. Because facts, he legitimately is we, – we got to talking a little bit before the podcast. We were talking about uh, what it means – 
to be in shape versus what it means to be conditioned to fight. And to see the evolution of this young brother mm -hmm. from what I knew as a rapper 100%. at 09 yes. to being the man that's in charge of helping to condition these young men and women to fight. Absolutely. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful transition. And we got a whole lot of stuff we can jump <laughs> yeah, into yeah, yeah. to dive Absolutely. into and to just kind of like pull all that stuff apart. Let's do it. So without any further ado. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what's up, Tess? What's, what's going, going on, on, my guy? My, my guy, guy. Yes, yeah, sir. what's going on? Chilling. Um, so first off, how did you start rapping? Wow. We got time. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I got gigabytes, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, I started rapping out of, um, I will say, just life. See, I'm my only child, right? So, okay. you know, you know, when you're an only child, I, I call it only child syndrome. Some mm -hmm. I don't know. It could be a thing. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I used to always tell my cousin. They all know. I was, a ki I was the kid that had cousins, and we used to say we're cousins like brothers. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when you go through a lot in life, you know, we, I'm from East St. Louis, Illinois. Yeah. You go through a lot. You, don't, you need a way to vent, right? Yeah. So when I was younger, I didn't know about what venting was. Yeah. All I know is that um, I was brought up around music. You yeah. know, a lot of black households, you know, have, I mean, that's any household, but, you know, it was like music everywhere. Yeah. And then so when we soundtrack to your life soundtrack that's just basically what it yeah. is we're, we're actually raised by music i right. think yeah. music and movies yeah so you know when i moved up here to uh we came straight to el cajon yeah. me st louis i think i was like fifth grade you know everything that we've been through i don't know exactly what made me do that but i was somehow drawn to writing right so i would do it by myself i would say seventh grade yeah right um like I didn't have someone that was doing it that made me do it like but what I did realize it was crazy like you said just like the culture in in the the original undisputed yeah alcohol undisputed yeah you had to be there it was like a culture yeah like when I went in there and I looked at you guys and I'm like, dang, this is super dope. Yeah. That's how it was musically in Alcohol. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kinda like how Undisputed was looked at as far as the East County one. Yeah, yeah. That's how hip hop was for for San Diego and and, and East County in yeah. a sense. Yeah. But to be honest with you, there was a lot of dope MCs out there. Yeah. Yeah. But so basically, just to you know, long story short. It was just from like I, you know, pain or whatever you want to say, yeah. venting. Yeah. I started, I started writing. Right. So initially, I was a writer. I right. would just write whatever, yeah. just whatever feelings, and just write. Yeah. And then I ran into so many people that were actually rapping. And, yeah. And that was around, I want to say, eighth grade, ninth grade. I went to Elkhorn High School, and uh -huh. that was like phenomenal people. Yeah. Because yeah. San Diego is a place, it's a hub for, like, everything. Yeah. It's a, tra a transplant city, if that's what you call it. Yeah, yeah. So I had homies from... Lots of people that are flown. That flown. Not a lot of people that are grown. Exactly. <laughs> I'm talking New York, New Jersey, down south. I'm from the Midwest. Yeah. And then a couple of them were from here, but L.A., like, everywhere. Yeah. And we all came from El Cajon Junior High. Bought, I mean, um, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. Yeah. That whole transition. Yeah 
is how I ran into people that were actually like-minded, yeah. but they were actually rapping and emceeing and ciphering. Yeah. And I was just writing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how you got into it. Yeah. How did you end up meeting the first person that put you on recording? <laughs> uh, my guy, uh, uh, Tim, called him Lecture. Uh-huh. Still, still my guy to this day. He used to be a rapper, uh-huh. and he used to be like producing rap. He was from Jersey, right? And um, um, he used to have like a the closet like set up. Yeah. And one of the best rappers I've ever heard, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart, is from Elgon. Uh-huh. And his name was Chauncey. And so like Chauncey, Bassman, Diedrich, Wentz, a lot of these guys were from here. Then a lot of other are they homies. They would go, and then Mike, the homie Mike Cardoza, we, and they would go to his house, and they would rhyme there. Well, I was, like, friends with him. You know, we had, you know, your crews in, in El Cajon, and um, he is the first person that I actually could say if I, if, you know, I'm 40 years old now, but, like. See, man, don't say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like I, he's the first person I could say, honestly, that I recorded, and I was just talking about this. It's funny. The how I came out to like let people know I rap was, like I said, been around so many phenomenal rappers and MCs. I remember my, my best friend, um, <clears throat> um, they they from a reservation. Mm-hmm. So him and um, my, one of my other best friends, they used to throw parties on the res. And I remember that day I knew the party was coming, so I had wrote something. Cause I'm not a freestyle, I'm a rapper, I'm a right, writer. Right. So I knew everybody was gonna be there. I knew a cipher was gonna come out. And I knew there was gonna be a DJ and I knew there was gonna be girls there. And I, so I wrote something that was like, just line after line after line. No, I don't remember it, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it was like line after line after line. And I told myself, I'm just gonna jump out the window. Yeah. And afterwards, everybody was like, what the? <laughs> like, this? Like, and then from then, I just just built up steam. Oh, that's that. Yep. That's awesome. Um, do you think it was something that maybe gave you like, like a additional way to kind of connect with people coming from? Because you say you came from St. Louis at like yeah, in like Louis, fifth yeah. grade. Yes. Like a way to kind of kind of especially like that's a pivotal time like yes. fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Yes. That's like everything. <laughs> I feel like everything happens like during that time frame. Yes. So like, I don't like remember those years myself fondly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but like to think, to, th- to think that you had that experience like as a rapper, that's like yeah. something, that's like awesome. Yeah. Um, do you think it's something it, that had, had more, had an influence on it too as well or? Oh yeah, because like I said, when honestly, in a, in a um, just an honest way, when you're an only child and it's always you, like there has to be something that connects you to somebody else. Right, right. In my family, that's why we said we were cousins like brothers because we are connected by blood. Right, right, right. right. But outside the context of my initial family, yeah. there was really nothing else, you know what I mean, that I could say that would have got me there if I didn't play sports. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't, I've always been like athletic, but I've never really had the, the, the grades to play sports, right? Yeah. So music, when I saw this, just the, just how like enormous it was in a small like space. Yeah. 
my way, I don't want to say I wanted to be in there, but in a sense, it probably was a way in, right. was through music. That wasn't an initial reason I started, but right. that was the connection, right. was right. the music. Uh, just And like hip hop, b-boying, we had break dances, the whole wop, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where like you found your lane. Absolutely. You know, and like that's like, that's just important. Were, when you were right, mm-hmm. were you typically like, I'm gonna write and just start writing like from start to finish. What did that process look like for you? Is it something that like were you like hard on yourself or like? Absolutely. Um, it's so weird because, mind you, think about it. Like, I started writing by myself. Oh wow. So that was really, and I, honestly, in hindsight, I'm 100% happy that it happened that way. There was no one that put the pen in my hand yeah. or the pad in front of me. Yeah. Or there was no class or course. Yeah. Or the, there was no click. Yeah. It was just purely me just organically writing. Yeah. So I can't, I, like you said, I can't remember exactly, but I do remember having pages after pages, pages, books after books <laughs> after books, trash after trash after trash, <laughs> just keeping it on it, you know what I mean? And then bang, ooh, hey. I, I thought of that. That's kind of cool right there. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And then having a, one thing I do think I've always had, it's probably like you as a fighter, you probably always had some type of physical presence about yourself. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Me, I feel like I always had an ear. Yeah. Right? Maybe that's why I, you know, not giving myself credit, but made it as far as I did. Yeah. It's because when my stuff was garbage, I knew it. Um, that's why I probably got, I can't even lie. I don't even want to throw a number because people probably think I'm tripping. But when I say book after book, yeah, my guy, like I'm talking books <laughs> after books, page after page. Yeah. And life created those, those pages. Yeah. It's all, my life is all over the place. Yeah. So I always had something to write about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe we'll get further in throughout this situation, but honestly, what slowed down that was when I started getting recognized. Oh, wow. Because other than that, I I could just write about anything, just write a day, write mad, write happy, write, just, that's just what it was. It became normal. That's, I mean, that's cool. And and so like, so you had all the books, Mm -hmm. but then when it came to you actually putting something out, Mm -hmm. like, how did you, how do you go from a book mm-hmm. to like, you know what, I'm going to put this, 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 this and out and put this together to make a song or to make. My guys, I got to give it up. I got to just, that's just my guys. Like yeah. the homies, like they, they're like my age or maybe a year or two older. And they were like, they are literally MCs. Like right. I, I wish I can't stress enough. I am a writer. Right. Period. Yeah. Right. But the competitiveness in me is what created the performer and right. like all of that, you know what I mean? But, and a songwriter, but I just write, no structure. I, right. I didn't know what eight bars was and all that, and just yeah. write. But when I would go there and they would have a hook or they would have like, and then they would have bars or they would stop at a certain time. Like I learned that from them, Yeah. you know what I mean? So, and like, I didn't know what freestyling was, you feel me? Like, but they were freestyle. That's how I knew, oh, wow, I'm absolutely, these kids, I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. So just seeing, 
I wasn't like them, but just seeing that structure and seeing them, it's like getting schooled. It's like, you know, somebody coming up in your gym, like, and seeing you. And I'm like, yo, like, I'm, I'm not good right now. Kong's dope. But at least they have the visual. There. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, mind you, I don't think we thought the same. Yeah, yeah. But I was like the ear. Yeah. I recognized that these guys are, and my guy, we like 15, 16, yeah. 14 years old yeah. at that time. That's, that's normal now. But back in the day. Yeah, that was not normal. That wasn't normal. <laughs> so, like, 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 there was no social media. Right, so you didn't right. have the mindset to know that this is happening everywhere. Right. So maybe it was, but we weren't aware of it. Right. I right, just right. know that there was phenomenal kids around. And I did want to be just as nice in them, though. I will say that. That's cool. That's cool. Mm -hmm. So you had, like, a council almost. 100%. You know, yes. like, a council. Like, your peers, all you guys were doing it together. And, like. And I was the I was an outsider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, everybody didn't know that. Like, yeah. so I wouldn't. Like, if you talk to my guys now, which are, like, around my age now, you know, they would they didn't know me as that. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, they only remember. <laughs> yeah. When I started popping. Yeah, and yeah. And then they like, like, well, some of them did, but a lot of people, I was just Tez, like Lil Tez, you know yeah. what I mean? But they didn't know me as like a rapper yeah. until things start moving. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? And then like, you know, here's a, well, I don't want to ask you a question, but because. Ask I, me a question. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> I got two microphones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of like. When it comes to influence, like, for instance, like the first rapper, like um, my cousin, Berlin's sister. Yeah. She's my older cousin. Her, her ex-husband, well, you know, we were like family, you know what I mean? He, uh, he's the first person I think I like initially was like aware of rap. Yeah. Right. And this was back at home. And I remember he used to have a Caprice classic with the fur on the yeah, steering yeah, wheel. Yeah. And he used to listen to Rakim. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Eric being Rakim, I think in a car, if I'm not mistaken, and I think maybe too short. Yeah, yeah. Those are two dynamic differences. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. Be the same polar opposites. Yeah, polar <laughs> opposites. Freezing. You know what I mean? So yeah. my thing was, then I moved up here. And then that's like, Jay-Z used to be my favorite rapper. Right, 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 right. Yep. So I got put up on game with him. First of all, East Coast music from my homies right. that came literally from the East from Coast. From the East Coast, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then my best friend had um, uh, Jay-Z's album. And when I heard that, I was like, like it just blew me away. Yeah. Right? And then, you know, I'm telling you, man, I, there's so much history behind me with the music. I can go all day. But like, and then like one of my mom's boyfriends, he had a CD and his, it was eclectic. It was, you hear old school, then rhythm and blues, and then you had like um, Too Short, Ice T, and then you had Arabian and Rakim, then you yeah. had Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then like, so throughout that, like I had my influences were people that were nothing alike. I'm not from the streets, I'm not in hustle, I didn't do none of that. Right. But like I said, that ear is just ear. something about hearing something that was like dope. Yeah. So that's what influenced me. And my question was, Back in the day, that used to be looked because I sometimes I did sound like Jay Z with my voice. Yeah. Never wanted to be like I'm not really like, but I did. I ain't even gonna front. Yeah. That was frowned upon. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But now it's like when you have an influence. Yeah. 
it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got people that literally sounds exactly like people, songs, hooks, everything, and it's okay. You got people that quote. And quote. <laughs> and their actual songs. Yeah. Like, they literally spit an entire, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. When I was younger, that was frowned upon, so that I was fighting that because I knew internally I didn't want to be like somebody. I just couldn't help what I was influenced, yeah. what I always heard. And so now, like, I wish it was more open. Like, And so I'm saying, was there... Cause I saw what's his name? Um, what's the skinny MMA kid? The black kid. You gotta narrow it down, cause it's a oh yeah, no, no, <laughs> he's he he like be bumping heads with uh, John Jones. Oh, you're talking about Israel Adesanya? Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard some. He said about um, uh, Anderson Silva. Yeah. And he was like, he was bigging it up when because they fought, right? Right, right. And I was, I heard him say something like, "It would be an honor." Like I looked up him. He is the reason why. Woo, woo, woo. Like that. Like. You couldn't say that back in the day right, because right, they would right, say right, you were right. Biden. Right, right, you know what right, I mean? right. So I was like, was that the same? Did you have for, like from from an MMA standpoint? Yeah, like MMA is so like in my opinion, MMA is so ridiculous of a task. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we got this dude. And he's gonna try to beat you up in his yes. underwear. Yes. And then you gonna get in your underwear. You gonna try to beat that dude up. Yeah. That's such a ridiculous ask of anybody. Yes. And to accomplish it against another trained person. Yes. Is like, bravo. Yes. It doesn't matter. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's it's one of those weird things where some of the value behind it is because it is a situation where the rubber meets the road. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like. Where it all it all boils down to you have two people, one of and one of them's gonna win and one of them's gonna lose. Yeah. So like just from that mindset of what MMA is, like if you can do something and maintain a style that is similar to the way someone else does something, yeah, it is like bravo yeah yeah because yeah. it is important like people aren't made the same my arms are long yeah yeah someone else's arms might not be as long yeah i'm tall someone else might not be as tall yeah one of my like when i think of it even from like a jiu-jitsu standpoint one of my biggest influences was my instructor barrett mm-hmm. and barrett is 142 pounds soaking wet mm-hmm I'm almost 142 kilos <laughs> dry, you know, without my without my wallet or my phone on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So that <laughs> being said, for me to perform and do things that he does as mm-hmm. as an homage is, if someone were to see something and recognize it, it, it's 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 different because at the at the end of the day, it's not as subjective. Mm-hmm. It's not like someone just saying like, "Oh, I like this or I like that." It's like, did you win or did you not win? Mm-hmm. And if you did it in in a spectacular uh, fashion, yeah, homage yeah. to somebody else, that's awesome, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the break, at the it boils down to like it, like kind of MMA being like the ultimate testing ground where it's like it's based off of some some principles of. of you know, one of the heavy influences like like Bruce Lee mm-hmm. is like absorb what is useful and disregard the rest. Yes. You know, and then make a little bit up on your own. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, that's good. Nah, that you know, good. Yeah. but uh, I love Bruce Lee too. But yeah. For but that's that's life though. You know, yes. you can't be so beholden to to tradition to the point where you forego functionality for mm-hmm. tradition mm-hmm. because. Tradition is is made for a certain reason, yes. but it's also meant to be broken for a certain reason. It takes 
uh, awareness to be able to, to differentiate, to be able to say, all right, now it's time to like change this up, change Absolutely. that up. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Bruce, and, and, and that, that being said, like if you can absorb what is useful yes. from someone else and yes. apply it to you, yes. then by all means, People are like naming names and yeah, 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 you know yeah. and, and naming names for moves and stuff and like if you can do that move like you know yeah that's an homage. No one says like oh you did that move just like that dude did <laughs> yeah, that move. Yeah. Like yeah man you, man. There's that, but that also being said yeah if you look at the totality of it yeah sometimes it's like like. Uh, Certain camps do certain things for a certain reason, you uh-huh. know? Like, like I remember back, just for instance, there was a time back in, like, I say, like, 2000, 2000, and, 2000 to 2005, mm-hmm. back in Pride. Back, Pride was, like, this huge Japanese yeah, pr- yeah, production. Yeah, I used to watch it, yeah. Yeah, and one of the biggest, like, teams out was, like, like uh was like Vanderlei's team Vanderlei like Silly, like uh like uh like shoot box mm-hmm. and these guys were basically Muay Thai slash Valetudo stylists from Brazil mm-hmm. from Curitiba Brazil mm-hmm. and they had a particular hard way of training mm-hmm. they had a particular hard way of of fighting but they had a particular hard way of training Mm-hmm. And during that time, back before everyone had it all figured out, like, and people still don't really all have it all figured out as far as training, mm-hmm. you would see dudes doing the utmost ridiculous things because they saw somebody doing something yeah. in practice. Like, yeah. you watch a, a, a leaked videotape of somebody's training session, yeah, yeah. and they in training going to war trying to kill each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And before you know it, you can show up to the gym the next day, everybody trying to kill each other. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. bro, you don't even understand exactly. you know, what's going on. You don't know this could have been just for the camera. Like, so-and-so could owe so-and-so money. Yeah. You don't even know, <laughs> you don't even know the backstory. you know? Money, yeah. So, like, if, if – and, and that in that note, like training wise, like you see people doing stuff and like like if they're trying too hard to be like somebody, like mm-hmm. in that vein. Yes. And you can take you can you can see that, that's like that's it's that's no good. good. Yeah, that's not, not a, a good, good look. Thing. Exactly. But you gotta try a little bit to figure it out if it, if it works for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um thinking about Thinking about uh, fast forward to now, mm-hmm. okay. So, how did you get involved as far as strength and conditioning mm-hmm. and training guys here now? Um, the short version. No, is tell me the long. The version. long version. I want the long version. Well, the the, the long, long version starts. <laughs> At your gym. Okay. Okay, so, like, you know, Coach Berlin, for people that don't know, that's my younger cousin. Yeah. Right? So, I think I'm four or five years older than him. Yeah. I've been watching boxing since I was a little kid. Right. Our Uncle James was into karate. Right. Recipes, right? So, he, I was, I had wind of martial arts since I was, like, third grade because right. he, all he would watch is Bruce Lee right. and certain stuff. And he had like um, 
nunchucks and like size and stuff on his wall. Yeah. Right. He was like, he ended up being like um, the chief of police and this and that. And he got murdered and everything the whole while. Oh, wow. But he was that guy. When I was a kid, Bruce Lee was the man. Right. And so I, I remember watching all that stuff. Right. Didn't know what I was watching. So, you know, I was always the athletic little cousin, fast, strong, we used to wrestle, slap box, all of that, right? But I didn't have an outlet, right? Right. So, you know, which is part of the reason why I wrote right. music, right? right? So then, fast forward to, you know, a long time after, I'm talking to Coach Berlin on the phone, and he's in Japan. And I forgot what we, and um, uh, my daughter was just born. My daughter, she's about to be 14 now, but she was a baby. And, um, and um, she was a couple years, he was like, oh, it's, woo, woo, yeah, I'm about to, I think I'm about to get out, some, some, yeah, I'll be boxing over here. And I said, what? Boxing? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I was like, no way. And he was like, yeah. And mind you, we're just enough age difference to where we don't, we're like, we're two different, like, lifetimes almost. Right, yeah, right? yeah. So, when I got out of high school, when I was in high school, he wasn't in high school. Right, right, right. So when I graduated, he got in high school. Right. So like, I wasn't really wind of what he was doing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When we were younger, we were around each other. Yeah. Right. And I remember him like he was my, my auntie always allowed him to be like, whatever. Right. He skateboard. Right. He always been like driven. Yeah. That And comic books. I'll do that. He don't like that. He was that like kid. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And he can fight and protect himself. Yeah. Yeah. So when he told me that, I was like, yo, that's <laughs> dope. I'm rapping. So yeah. he's like, he was like, that's crazy. I'm boxing over here. You rapping. That's awesome. Right? Yeah. And then he comes back and then I can't even, honestly, my guy, I don't know what happened, but all I know is your gym popped up out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, and it, it was such an out of body experience because it, because if I'm lying, I mean, if I'm honest, I would have loved to be a fighter. Yeah. Because that's just what I would have wanted to be. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right. If I, somebody would have said that. But when your gym came, I was, oh, and I was rapping. Yeah. Like, rap was my thing then. I yeah, was doing yeah. that. And he was boxing. So I would just peek my head in and out your gym. Yeah. Right? And I just remember everything. I remember how it looked like the back of my hand. Right? Yeah. So I would take some of his classes here and there. And then I would go rap. Yeah. I would drop my son off. Yeah. Then yeah. I would go rap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Elijah was going Elijah there was, with you yeah. guys, whatever. Kids class, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, and then it just became a thing. Yeah. So I would just watch him do his thing, watch you guys do your thing. And I, back in my mind, I used to always be like, dang. Yeah. And then I remember a couple of times I sparred in there. Like, I was like, man, if I would just, because you can't, that's how I, I won't say I'm good, but that's why I have the, push right to right. train fighters right is because one i saw you guys firsthand grind yeah when it wasn't the thing out yeah, here yeah so i saw it from the like ground elements of it yeah and i saw you guys like getting it yeah and so i was fascinated and i used to tell my cousin he's like tez it's crazy somebody was like dang y'all gonna tell just your cousin I'm like, bro, I'm looking at you like, dang, you coaching. That's crazy. That is, it's, it was nuts to me. So fast forward, when the other Undisputed came, I was just doing the same thing. Yeah. Going to work, I would take his boxing class. Yeah. And then after we, I would do the boxing class, I would go to the side. Yeah. And I would start working on myself. Yeah, yeah. And I remember uh, Preston and, like, everybody would be doing their thing, doing their class. Andy, 
and uh, um, uh, Randy, Randy Barno and everything. Yeah, yeah. And I would just be doing my own thing. Shout out to Randy Barno Fitness. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> my guy. And then so I remember um, um, when that fell through, yeah. um, I used to go to uh, one training center with Andy. Yeah. And I would, you know what I mean, just do my own thing over there. Yeah. So basically, I was always around you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've always been athletic, always, 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 right? Yeah. And I didn't even realize when I was younger, I used to make my cousins them run routes. Yeah, yeah. Make them do push-ups. Yeah. Make them do burpees. I'm talking yeah. when I was like eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? So being around people that were actually fighting and actually training, and I have actually been punched in my face a few times. <laughs> Coach called me one day, I'll never forget it. And Coach, Coach Berlin, he was like, hey, cousin, I was like, what's going on? He was like, hey, man, I think Jack and I are going to get a gym. Yeah. And I was like, what? And he was like, I was like, word? Because I was already, co I'm a coach at heart. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like I get information. Well, you clearly have a voice. Oh, Which word, is one yeah. of the important things of being a coach. Yes. It's like having a piercing voice to cut through to your soul. Yes. To make you get up off the ground when you need to get up off exactly, the ground. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's just what, that's just, it's just a natural thing with me. Right. So. I was coaching on the res. Yeah. I was a uh, um, um, sports coordinator over there. Okay. So I was coaching like flag football, basketball, yeah. um, soccer, yeah. all of that. Yeah. And, and so I was just had that going. So I knew I could be a coach. Yeah. And I knew I can like help push kids. Yeah. So he hit me and he was like, hey, I want you to be the strength and conditioning coach. You said something earlier like the, the heart. Right, right. There was nothing in me that was like, dang, I don't I could do that. That's a responsibility. Yeah. I was like, let's get it. It's time. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> let's go. Like, my guy, like, let's go. Like, yeah. that's because I had already saw Juju. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? I already saw, I was at Gabe's, all the fights I could possibly be at. Right. I had already saw you guys getting it. I was at Terry's fight. I was yeah. at my cousin's fights. I was at his fights. So I saw what it was like, and I saw the blood, sweat, and tears you guys put into it. Yeah. And like I said, I've been punched in my face too. That helps. So that helps. <laughs> so I'm like, yo. So, and then I was already a coach. Yeah. So, you know, that's how I got in. And then, you know, when what's crazy is, I don't know if that happens a lot. You, yeah. you know that more that, about that more than me. I was actually handed national champions, which is somebody would be like, oh, it's easy. No, it's actually no, it's hard, bro. Harder. Yeah. Because if you never did, like, if you never initially, I was like, I did, I trained people before I was doing it, like a couple of my coworkers, and then I'm always working out. But when you, somebody call you and say, hey, cousin, and it's your little cousin, and yeah. this is like his livelihood, and yeah. he says, I want you to help me train so-and-so, yeah. and they're already national champions. Yeah. Hey, you got to get it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so initially, after that, I was already done rapping, but I was like peeking my head in and out rapping. That was gone. And then like I started um, a, the um, – rec center over there with my best friend like yeah. he's a tribal member over there we started it together eventually i left there and i love that place yeah yeah like i don't think i would be as good if i wasn't there and the opportunity they gave me yeah but eventually after a couple of years i was like yo i'm gonna go over there with my cousin and my best friend was like i see you got a passion for it and then bam in comes juju in comes johnny in comes nico yeah you know what i mean in comes carlos and you know after that i was here yeah i was almost four years ago that is amazing, man. That's, you know, honestly, like, I don't think people understand what it takes, you know, to get in, one, to get in there 
and like, all right, it's go time. It's time mm-hmm. to get in there. It's time to fight. And like, there's a there's a there's a difference between like we kind of we touched on it earlier before we even like start recording, but like, mm-hmm. there's a difference between different types of modalities that exist as mm-hmm. far as like physical fitness mm-hmm. and like physical conditioning and then it's the modality really just kind of speaks to the approach there's you know different types of things there's powerlifting mm-hmm. there's uh crossfit there's mm-hmm. strongman there's gymnastics there's mobility based things there's plyometrics there's different types of mobility modalities out there mm-hmm. there's something to be said about the the separation between being in shape and being conditioned to fight. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I've seen it time and time again under different programs. Someone comes in with a different modality. And whatever the modality may be, if they don't understand the difference between being in shape and being conditioned to fight, mm-hmm. then it doesn't always net the best positive results. Mm-hmm. And, like, I really get what you're saying as far as, like, when you get – you basically have to hit the ground running, mm-hmm. you know, because there's one thing to have people that are national champions mm-hmm. and and to help grow with them. Yes. Because it, that's like a, almost like a, a growth and refinement process yes. for you yourself, too, as well. Yeah. But then it's a whole nother thing. It's like literally like like you. there's no. There's no, like, you got to hit the ground running. Yes, you got to go. And all you had experience, you know, yeah. as far as, like, you know, working yeah. with, the, working on the reservation and yeah, running, yeah. Those, running those physical yes. programs over there. It wasn't the same. It's not, it's the, not same. the same. It's not the and same. And I knew that. That's what, honestly. <laughs> that's the deep end of the pool right that's there. That's the, like, let's dive it in with your hands behind your back. Yeah. Honestly. And, um. I learned that, like, I'm honestly, from the first day. Right, right. The first day, you had these kids, and when I see these kids, and they came, and they were, like, little kids. Yeah. Um, and um, they were so, like, like wide-eyed and, like, okay. Yeah. Once their coach, Coach Berlin, said, this is my cousin, he is going to be a strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. Same thing with their parents. They don't yeah. know me from Adam. Yeah. So they're like, oh, this is my – they don't have no clue. Yeah. What I told myself is, okay, and that's the same, and it's crazy. I don't want to get off, off subject, but I remember there I There is no subject. <laughs> word, 100. We're on a subject. Yes. You're a subject. Yes. So whatever you talk about is on a subject. I went, I visited my, my producer, which is still, he's going to be my guy forever, right, even though I don't rap anymore. Uh, I visited him, like, earlier this year, and I went there and um, at his studio, see his new spot, super dope, yeah. my guy, Rick. I went there. Child direct. Yes, sir. <laughs> and one of, one of um, his close guys there, um, he was like, dang, Tez, like, it's crazy to see. He was like, it's crazy, but it's not to me to see how far you've came with, uh, with your cousin's gym and not, and, like, just to see that you are, like, really taking off when it comes to being a strength and conditioning coach. But then at the same time, I was telling, I think he said he told Rick or he was thinking, like, but it's not really. Why? Because you took it's like art, right? Right. Hence the name of the show. Yeah. yeah there you, know you go. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bang bang! Shout out to Martial Arts Podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> he was like, I feel like the type of when I first met you, the type of person you were, and how like deep you were into your music, and we was like, oh, this guy is gonna put San Diego on the map. Like I didn't get there, 
but they saw something in me that thought that I could do that. Right, right. He said, I feel like you're exercising that same muscle with your, with your coaching. Right. So honestly, I'm not too surprised. Yeah. So when he, back to what I, what I was saying was, I used the same mentality and creativity that I did with writing, yeah. with the music. Cause I wasn't, now, I'm, I'm, now I am, um, I, um, I'm, I have my license and everything, right? Right, right. And my certification, I mean. But at first I did it. Right, right. So when I came in, I was just being creative. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I am a creative. That's just how I am. Right. I right. am a entrepreneur mindset type of person. Like right, on my right. own type of guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so when I came, I just didn't want to let Jack and didn't want to let my cousin down. Right. And 1,000% didn't want the kids to say, who is this guy? Yeah, yeah. And the parents to say, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. So that's why my best friend was like, when I told him, I was almost like scared. Yeah. Because like, that's my guy. He's like my brother. It's my yeah. kid's godfather. And we started something over there. I told him, hey, yo, I'm probably going to bounce. And he was like, go, because he saw it. So he low-key knew that this would turn into something. You know, to put it in context, say you're so, – so to train pro, not professional fighters, mm -hmm. but high-level mm -hmm. combative athletes yes. is not the same as training anybody. No. You know? Um, you're talking about somebody that can – that probably at the drop of a hat, if you say go run three miles, they can do it in probably like a you know sub six minute. Yes. They can do three miles in twenty minutes, no problem. Yes. You know, or something that that's something that you know most people don't. You know, I'd say probably like a good seventy five percent of people out there they're not dealing with that level of fitness. Yes. So to take that and to have that be your charge, not just to keep them in shape, mm -hmm. but to to be able to coach and to be, and to be able to get them to perform mm -hmm. is is by far it's a it's a daunting task. Mm -hmm. That coupled with also in a gym like this, mm -hmm. where I I can just look around and I get, I get that feeling that like this is like they're the highest competitors, but there's mm -hmm. also regular people that are that are interwoven into that. 100%. And to be able to look, understand, adjust, and to be able to help those people as well. Yes. That is, that's huge. That's like, like, and to be able to, to know the difference. And like, I don't think a lot of times people realize that like, like, especially like, when you, the moment you say health and fitness, yes. and you put it out on the internet, just prepare. Yes, yes, <laughs> Cause yes. Because it's going to be about 45,000 people yeah. that got certified yeah. by whoever, who did whatever, yeah. who don't have, you know, they're not, they, they might have like one client or whatever or yeah. two clients or 12 clients or, or whatever, and they try to preach to authority or whatever or like, yeah. like, like defer to authority as far as whatever it is. They have no clue mm -hmm. about what it takes that specialization that it takes to be able to effectively, I used to call it separating the pit bulls from the puppies. Yes. Because somebody walks in and they're a puppy and you got to treat them like a puppy. If somebody walks in and they're a pit bull, you got to treat them like a pit 100%. bull. And But still be able to give both of those people what they need. Yes. And, like, that's something that, like, 
um, yeah, I, I, I can, I commend that, man. That's, that's. Yeah, that, uh, thank you. That is honestly my initial, like, outlook and standpoint. That's what I start with. Right. Because it's, when, when somebody, like you said, like, I, I told somebody today, one of my, um, one of our members that I, I do personal training with her. I told her, I don't think I would have became better if I only trained fighters. Right, right. Because you got to be balanced. You got to be well-rounded. Right. Like, you got to be able to hit every element of, like, working out. Right, right. right. So you got to have those people that have never did anything physical. Right. Right. That but want to be Bruce Lee. Right, 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 right. right. And, and, and then you got to have that person that is, like, booming. And you got to be able to... Keep them. Keep them going, yeah, right? Yeah. And then everything in between, yeah. right? And that's what, within this four-year span, almost four years, that's how I became better. And honestly, what I can say is, I told my cousin this. I, if I say my cousin, I'm coming up, Curtis Berlin. We, that's just how I, talk, I always say my cousin. That's it. I told him, I don't want to be like, the dopest thing about him is, and Jack, is they told me, Tez, we trust you you yeah and let me know if you need something yeah yeah that's it yeah you know what i mean whether they agree or not or understand or not they gave me full reign so right. with that i was like okay this is what i don't want to do i don't want nobody to come in here and be uncomfortable right because i'm under because i wasn't trained and i wasn't a fighter right, right as a kid growing up i'm not under the same mindset right that was told to them that came from somebody else and somebody else and somebody else and somebody else. You don't have to unlearn anything. Yes. And, you, and like, it's almost like you take the approach of, of someone who's learning a martial art as a coach as you develop, which yes. is what you ultimately want from anybody in a coach position. Yes. You want somebody that's, if I can't tell you that the mindset I want for you is to just try to get a little better every day mm. As an athlete, if as a coach, I'm not trying to get a little bit yes, better every day. Absolutely. So I can't rest on my laurels, and I can't expect you to rest on your laurels. 100%. It's it's one of those things. It's like, do as I do, not as I say. Exactly. You know, and like taking that mindset as a coach takes you so much further than yes. you know. This is how we do it, and you guys suck. Oh, yes. there's there's some guys that get by. <laughs> yeah, and, and, get and by that's the that. thing. One hundred, <laughs> and that's what like that was that was the the push and pull of when I was thinking about certain things is like because honestly, that whole mindset you have some of our greatest fighters ever. Yeah, yeah. And everything they came from that world. Yeah, right. And look how successful they are. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I just couldn't. If you Be know that. better, you got to yeah, do better. Yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> like, what I always tell, like, a lot of our kids is, I'd be like, man, especially because in this, in this environment we're in, when we, when, we, when we talk about fighters, and we are actually a gym that has national champions, and we got kids that aspire to be world champions. Like, yeah. literally, little kids that want to, I want to be, well, little girls that I want to be, like, you, the understanding that, like, back in the day, that might have worked, but like you said, awareness, this is different times now. Right. So when you have somebody like, like one of my, my guys, he knows, um, um, I don't want to say his name, but he knows a fighter, right? right? And um, he's a little, you know, what we would call punch drunk. Right, right. Right. 
So me, as a person that has loved boxing my whole life, I'm thinking that's just how it happens. Right, right, right. right, right. Which, in a sense, you know, if you get hit in the head, you get hit in the head. Right, Let's right. just call it what it is. But coming to find out, he was like, yo, back in the day, in and outside of camp, we sparred three, four times a day, and all our sparring was like wars. Yeah, yeah. So me having equating that and having sense, my, just my own common sense, I'm like, as a coach now, and I yeah. train, and I have helped train a couple pros too, yeah. physically, you know what I mean, uh, with the conditioning. I'm like, yo, hmm, one, two, three. that can't equate. That's not right. That's not right. <laughs> that ain't right. <laughs> but I don't think people are conscious of that because it's just like pass down, pass down. Yeah. And it's like you said, it's been successful. Yeah. So it, it's gonna take a certain person to be like, you know what? It, it, it might be possible to still be successful if we weren't this strenuous in this field. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. Let's be more, a little bit there's more There's a better smarter. way. There's, a, there's gotta be a better way. Yeah. Cause then after me, what happens after? Right, right. Because I, on this side and being in, interwoven inside these people's lives that fight, Right. And knowing people like yourself. Yeah. I've met a couple. I've been able to, the dopest things, I've been able to meet fighters from every discipline now. Right, right, right. right. And to see a lot, of, a lot of people don't make it. Yeah. They still got lives. Yeah. Punched in the face is punched in the face. Right, right. Like, it doesn't matter if you're Mike Tyson or if you're Mike Brown. Right, right. Punch in the face is punch in the face. Right. There's a life attached to that. Yeah. So my thing is, what about after? Yep. So fans want to see blood and guts. Yeah. But they don't realize that person goes home to their family. Right, right. So as a strength and conditioning coach, I'm like, yo, okay. How can we make him or her be just as successful and live to tell about it? Yeah. Just like I can, Lord willing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So my, that outlook made me change and made me look at everything different. So yeah. when somebody come in here, you'll hear me joking and laughing. Yeah. Somebody that come from another gym might be like, I don't know if this is right. Purely off of because it's not, we're not aggressive in here. Yeah. Right? Now hit you with a wet tennis ball as you cross the door <laughs> yeah. sill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You should have ducked that. Yeah. And then <laughs> next thing you know. I can't feel my legs. Exactly. <laughs> and then next you know, you're like, yo, but wait, they're, they're kind of successful right now. Yeah. How's it happening? Yeah. Why? Because at the end of the day, man, it's a sport, and you got to do the best you can, but you're a human, and you don't got to have that. Yeah. You don't have to m literally murder each other. There's a smarter way. There's a smarter way, and it's, it's a discipline. Yeah. It's almost like, like the concept of, like, baseball and, and, and going into, they call it, what is it, money ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, like, they're literally looking at statistics, and yes. they're figuring out the best possible way to yes. assemble a team with guys that – coordinate together as best as possible without yeah. spending as much money 100 you know? and so like the money you spend is like your cognitive awareness mm -hmm. so like you figuring out the best way to assemble the best fighter you can without diminishing or using up his money yes or his cognitive awareness yes. so it's, it's possible it's yeah so it's, it's and and when you and when you have that and you get them from when they are youngins yeah they grow that way yeah because i ain't gonna lie like when I train people, it's not easy. Yeah. Why? Because I grew up watching people train. Yeah. So I've always, from my music background, I've always said, 
I'm gonna make it and I'm gonna do this. Yeah. So I when I it's no it's no like they say these youngins say it's no cap. I'm not joking when I look at a kid and say, hey man, you can be world champion, or I look at a little girl and say you can be world champion. Yeah. And I'm gonna try my best to help you get there. And my cousin says the same thing. Yeah. And everybody here, Rawa, you know, Ann, you know what I mean, Trinell, Gabe, all of us, Jack, all of us look at that situation like, bro, like we gonna make it happen. Yeah, yeah. And and we, we don't have to be loud, we don't have to be crazy, we can just be us and have fun. But when we work, we're gonna work. Period. Right. It's like cause this is fighting. Right. You can't play around. You do put your life on the line. Right, right. So if like you said, if I say, Hey, let's go, we're gonna run three miles, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna act like everybody wants to do it. Yeah. They do it. Yeah. Like, yo, and we're gonna do it the day after. Yeah. And you know, bro, this is what this is this is what the game is. This is the work. This is the consistency. This is what has to happen. It's like that mental, like, understanding of what consistency is. Like yeah. I was like I was asking you earlier yeah. about the whole like how many times you wrote something. Yeah. And knowing that you have books on books on books. Yes. And just like adapting and soaking up, you know, the commitment to that process. Yes. To get the final outcome. Yes. Translatable. Yes. As far as like becoming a better coach, figuring out better ways to do things, and even just conditioning, just for, for, from your, for your, from just understanding that it, it's not going to be like boom, 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 boom. This is the first draft. Nah, this is the only draft. Stick it up. Oh my it's god! It's not like that. Yeah, that everybody like, would be champion. It's like, are we gonna put some work in the day? I'll yeah. see you tomorrow. Another page out the notebook. Yes. We put some work in the day. We're gonna see you tomorrow. Another page out the notebook. Absolutely. We're gonna need at least three binders before we get. You know what I mean? One <laughs> yeah. good song. One. You know what I mean? And, and oh my gosh, that's facts. <laughs> it's a hundred percent. That's facts. You know what I mean? And that, but that's the that's 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 a part of that confluence between, you know, being an artist. See, a lot of people see art and they think somebody just did that yeah like yeah. they just like oh yeah blah, blah. even like when you look around and you see some of the graph some of the graffiti art yeah like i was surprised the first time i saw somebody i thought that was just like all spontaneous like somebody just bust out yeah yeah, yeah. But like no that's planned like that's they gotta get planned. they gotta get first a lot of times they have like a drawing in that van yeah yeah they got like di different like nozzle tips and yeah, the whole my, nine homies that did it yeah and, and the same thing with the same thing with writing is yes. like it's like it's not something that's just like oh i just spit this out yes it's a commitment you know to almost yes. like like being in that moment and just over and over and repetitive until you get what it is that you're looking for 100 percent same way with coaching, same way with, you know, yeah. training other people and yes. the same way with being trained yourself. Yes, and, yes. And working, knowing that you're committed to working at shaving, shaving it down until you get exactly what it is that you want. Commitment is the word. That's the key word. When I watch, I just, I'm a visual learner, man, and I, I think that's what helped me. And I'm committed. I'm in. Yeah. And so people are, are like, they like the work even though it's tough because they can see it. Right. It's not a facade. It's not phony. Right. I'm 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 allowed and I talk a lot, but yeah. when I'm like focused yeah. and I'm looking, I'm just learning. Yeah. So like when 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 my cousin used to spar, uh, um, like I told him, man, if you were younger, my guy, you fight way better now. <laughs> like for real, back then he was just throwing. Yeah. Right. Most calmest person I ever seen in my life. Yeah. Right. But then now he's just like he's fluid. Why? Because he's learned. Commit. He's committed to the whole sport. Right. And he's picking up. Right. Yeah. It's a commitment thing. Yeah. Right. And it's art. Yeah. Because 
like if you watch somebody with jujitsu or you watch wrestling or you watch boxing or like I just watched um, Selena, uh, uh, one of the girls from Premier. Premier, yeah. Premier fight. Like she's um she comes she comes. Shout out to, to Premier. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> and still MMA. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like her and Jeremy, they come over here, and I I'm one of their students. I helped her train for that, right? Yeah, so yeah. they came over, and then my cousin helped her. Her and um, she was uh, Jeremy. That was Glory, right? Glory. She yeah, just signed to Glory, and she just won. Shout out to her. She just yeah, won. This shout morning. out to her. Yeah. yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. So <laughs> like, that's another thing. Like the opportunity that yeah. I'm getting with these people. Yeah. I, bro, I'm not gonna drop the ball on that. And yeah. if I do, cause I'm not perfect. Yeah. I'm I'm man enough and old enough to like Tish. You got to get better. Yeah. Right. So, but like my point was like, I remember I. When we chop and I see her work, and then I would see Jeremy's work, and then like Ben, shout out to Ben, like when Ben come, like, like it's art. Yeah. Like when you guys are in there, when you're doing jujitsu, it's expression. It's, it's expression. It's, it's like it's, leverage. It's movement. It's, it's, like, it's elevating something that could be perceived as mundane to the point where you can express yourself with yes, it. Yes. Yes. The same way it's like people paint houses all day long, but yeah. not very many people paint masterpieces. 100%. So you take something that's mundane and elevate it to the level. That it can be see it it can convey emotion. Yeah, people can get a reaction. I like whoa, right? Right. Like when you think about it, like rapping, is technically talking, mm-hmm. but to do it to the point where someone takes you somewhere. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you can articulate and like, through that, yeah, through that discipline of that that writing process. Yes. Then it becomes art, and the same thing for. I feel like a lot of times, like martial arts, when you see someone get in there and like so fluid Mm -hmm. you know but that fluidity is beautiful Mm -hmm. but that fluidity comes from that dedication and from them doing that same punch yes a million times absolutely when nobody was looking exactly doing that same combination you know so that's legit like like over and over. Over and over and over again. Over and over. Taking what could possibly be perceived as mundane and elevating it to a point yeah. of expression. Absolutely. That's like we, we, we tell people that all the time. I tell like, look, my guy, they'll look at you, some of the kids, because that may not want to fight, which is fine. They come here just to work out. And like I said, like I don't train just certain people. Right. My cousin don't just train people that want to fight. People just get here for just to get in shape. We are a fitness center as well. Yeah. But when, if you tell them, like, we'll do the drill, like a uh, in and out jab drill. Yeah. Some kids are like present. And, like, some kids are like, I can, I can almost Phone see the words. Like, yeah. what is this going to do? Yeah. Bro, do you know that Floyd and Earl Spence and Mike Tyson and everybody, they've done that a billion times. A billion times. Did you see the, there was a, a video out there with uh, Mike Tyson giving some, giving some, some pointers to, mm-hmm one of the guys that went up and visited his ranch that was a pro MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. And he was talking, it looked like he was talking about about changing angles mm-hmm. off of a punch mm-hmm. and like how to dis, like he like disappeared into, into like, looked like, uh, looked like for, for the guy was standing in an orthodox stance, he like mm-hmm. pivoted and disappeared yes. behind his jab hand. Yes. And was like, the way yeah. he did it, yeah. It was like he can't forget that. Yeah, no, he, he can did see it ingrained into yeah. his body. Exactly. You do it so many times that it's your incredible. body remembers and your mind forgets. Yes. You know, like yes. I don't even. I accidentally beat somebody <laughs> up. I didn't even mean to, but it accidentally it fell out. You yeah. know, 
and fell out like my keys in the parking lot. I accidentally. Oh, like, oh, so, my, bad. my bad, man. <laughs> Dang, you was all up on me. Yo, you know what I mean? That's real. I don't like locked doors. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's real. That's real, my guy. That's real. It's a, um, one thing I did want to say is um, I always, like you mentioned it earlier, um, biggest thing about myself is I'm a, it's a, I'm a mental toughness pushing person. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I think when, when coaches, like, because we had people come, leave, go to other gyms, which is fine, does not bother us. We had people come from other gyms. We don't, we don't dive into it. We just work. Yeah. And my thing is, like, I, I, was, I just never want somebody to not be grateful for that opportunity that you have. Yeah. Because we do have people that, that aren't aware of that. Yeah. Right? Just the balance between you can honestly hurt yourself and you can learn how to protect yourself yeah. and you can learn discipline yeah. and commitment. Yeah. And somebody is investing their time into you every day yeah. that also has a family and kids that they're probably taking away from that. Yeah. Right. That's the, that's the, um, I always throw that in people's face. Yeah. Like I want, I want people to understand that when it's real in here, man. Mm -hmm. And like, you just, you just got to take it serious. So if you're a fighter, yeah. right, um, don't even play with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, bro, like, if, if, you, if you didn't do certain things a certain way in another position in life, you get fired. Yeah, or your yeah. wife will leave you. Yeah, yeah. Or your husband will leave you. Yeah. You feel me? Or, like, you would fail the test. Yeah. Or you wouldn't graduate. Right. Or you wouldn't eat. Yeah. It's the same mentality yeah. here. Yeah. Right? So I feel like... I, I push that. Yeah. And you got, like, you got to be grateful. Not in the sense of just because something happened a certain way for somebody else. It's just that that was me. Yeah. I was the kid that, like I said, like, I, didn't, I don't have the experience of everybody else. Yeah. But on everything I love, I wish I did. I yeah. wish I had the opportunity. The one thing you don't get is time. You don't. You know, and you're going to be, especially when you see the young kids, you know, like 20 Yes. 26 in that area. Yeah. Like, they just living, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just, just like, with no repercussions, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. fall down, hit the ground, boing, oh, I'm okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like that. And that horizon mm -hmm. is so much closer than people give it. So you got to be grateful for that ability yes. that you have. Man. Be thankful you soar. Yes. Because that sword is going to go away when you're 26. Yes. It ain't going to go away when you're 40. It's not. <laughs> I promise it's not. That's life-changing soreness. Yeah, for real, man. Oh, my gosh. You won't answer the door. <laughs> <laughs> UPS got a delivery for it. You laid up. I ain't oh getting it. Just leave it. Just leave it. That's a whole different type of soreness, it's you know? It's different, man. It's, it's different. easy to keep it than to try to get it back, you know? Yeah, man. And that's just what it is. And other than that, it's it's fun, man. It's, it's I, I mean, I love this job. It's yeah. the best job ever. I've done everything. I've had heights. I've reached a certain pinnacle. Yeah. In, as as far as like goals. Yeah. And and it was not boxing. Yeah. It was not um, strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. It was music. And yeah. I, I reached it to a certain level. I have three kids. I'm yeah. a grandfather. Like right now. It's just this. So when people look at me, I think they be like, Tez just be like talking, just, no, my God, I am, by the grace of God, I'm 
grateful for this situation. Yeah, yeah. Like people don't know the ins and outs. Right. I didn't right, even know until right. I really dove into coaching. Yeah. And then when I got certified and I looked at everything it takes and then what type of anatomy you got and and I'm still learning. Like yeah, yeah. and then and like I'm like, yo, I have to educate myself because I'm in this position. Right, right. And I go to these tournaments and I realize how much money these parents is paying for yeah. over here. And then their kid lose on the first day. Yeah, yeah. And then they're missing school. Yeah. And then, like, coaches are missing time with their family. Yeah. And their wives are at home when they go out of town. Like, yeah. bro, it's, it's... It's serious. It's serious. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, and, and these little kids do... Are getting... That's the thing I always want to say. Some kids be like, yo, it's like... They're like, avoid my class sometimes. <laughs> Right. That means it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. When you see them, they, they're on the other side of the ring, and they've been wrapping their hands for a solid 30 minutes. Yeah. How are you going to be on? That thing work, right? It still work, right? Yeah. The, little, the little hand wrapper thing, wrap, unwrap and wrap. Yeah. Like, bro, we missing you over here. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, listen. We've been jumping rope over here. What's, what's, what's popping? Yeah, what you doing? I see him, and then they look, and I'm like, look. <laughs> this when you guys look at those kids when they look at like Nico and they see Grayson they see Hayden they see Johnny they see Juju you know what I mean they see our uh, like Adrea and they're like over there with Coach right and they're over here with me and um because uh, I'll help with the boxing basics yeah and then I'm the, of course I'm the head of strength and conditioning coach yeah so when I'm doing like the strength and conditioning and you know I tell them something crazy I don't know. They look at me, and you can tell they don't want to do it. And I'm just not like a crazy person. I'll make a joke. Or I'll yeah. put them on the spot, and I'm like, oh, oh, you don't want to do it, huh? But I see how you're looking at them guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, they do it with a smile on their face. Yeah. And even when it's not smile, they do it anyway. Yeah. So you see how you look at them, and you're like, dang. Yeah. This is a part of it. Because yeah. if you think what I do to you guys is crazy. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You don't even understand don't what understand happens to them. The, what, what happens to them? <laughs> like, I just told my guy, uh, Trinell, we just, we just had a session, and I was like, man, I learned from kids. I can't stop learning, bro. Right. Like, I'm so humble and so grateful because these kids, Nico, I think he's 11, Grayson is 12, Hayden is 9. Yeah. And we had a closed gym session with just them. Yeah. Because they just went to nationals, right? Yeah. Bro, 45 minutes into it, I'm like, hmm, I should probably start tapering down. <laughs> right? Because they don't keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then my guy Peyton, shout out to Coach Peyton, big, big, um, big piece to our puzzle over here, too. Um, he was like, uh, he's, he's uh, Grayson and Hayden's dad. He's like, yo, um, it's like normal for him. Yeah. Because he, you know, he did Battle of Badges. He did some amateur boxing, too. You know, he's a Navy SEAL. Um, he's looking at me, and he's like, well, he's looking at his son. He's like, come on, let's go. We, we got some more to work. And, and uh, so I'm looking at them, and they're like, okay, let's go. I'm like, yikes on me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when the yeah. coach is like, okay, I probably should relax a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And they want some more because they about to fly out for a week. Yeah, yeah. And fight every day if they advance. Yeah. To be nationally ranked. Yeah. Bro, it's real. Yeah, it's real. It's real. <laughs> I don't want them to ever look at me and be like, Coach, I kind of feel like we ain't getting no work. We ain't do nothing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that ruined my day, homie. Why you say that? <laughs> yeah. What'd I do to you? Yeah, for real. Like, it's, it's just a beautiful job, man. It's That's awesome, job. man. Um, do you have 
any advice you would give to a kid out there, fifth, sixth grade, thinking about pursuing rap, mm-hmm. or fifth, sixth grade, thinking mm-hmm. about pursuing boxing? That's a good one. <laughs> uh, I can like hear my son or like Elijah looking at me right now, like. Uh, <laughs> I can That's see not what you at, told me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, now um, <laughs> put, to put this in the context, Elijah's his son, and back when you know yes. we were the original El Cajon, yes. Elijah was one of those kids in the kids' class. Yes, so he was that kid, fifth, sixth grade. Yeah, but now. With totally you different dad. Being, exactly. Yeah. Being in a completely different position. Yes. Having been here, been the strength coach con, mm-hmm. strength and conditioning coach yes. here for four years. Yes. Um I get, that has to have a complete different set of lenses that you 100. put on and, that informs your your decision making <sighs> process. Oh man. What would you tell somebody that was thinking about rapping? Yes. What would you tell somebody that was thinking about getting into boxing? From Tez, 2019. Yes. Well, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll go first with the rapping because I'm just I'm just being honest. I don't. People don't hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't care. I would say it depends on what you want to do. If you want to be a rapper like you see on people, I, I'm people that know me. They know I, I don't like it. I don't like the industry. I don't like what it goes. I don't like everything that comes from it. I was part of that, like on a on a very small level. Um, the influence. It's crazy yeah and um i don't think a lot of kids are prepared for what the industry will will do to you per se like it pulls from you homie and it doesn't it it doesn't love you that's just my this is purely tez coach tez ex-rapper yeah i still write right writing go ahead express yourself i I love that element of it right i would never stop writing right you know what i mean so writing do it like if that's if that is a means to stop you from doing something negative or um, um, doing something you know even further than that um, by all means do it but one thing I it's crazy because I was just at a coffee shop and I had ran into this kid uh, he saw me writing I happened to be writing right and he like leaned over he was 22 you know long story short what I told he was like you right I told him you got to be careful so if you in fifth or sixth grade you know what I mean this is just basically what I'm saying is be careful what you say, man, because you it's not an individual thing. Yeah. Like, that's what I wasn't aware of. Right. You feel me? Like, it's not an end. You can say something even, and it can be real as ever, and you've yeah. been through hell. Yeah. But you can say something, my guy, that will make somebody literally react a certain way that you wouldn't agree with. Right, right, right. So if you're gonna take on those shoes, man, you gotta and put those pants on. Yeah. You can't turn your back and act like you didn't say that. Right, right. And that's not that's not your fault. It's not your fault per se, a hundred percent. But if you if you're in a position where you can receive money from that same person, yeah, and live a certain life, yeah. If that kid does something crazy based off what you said, you're still you got a little blood on your hands as well. Right, right. So to a kid, I would say, how to be very talk to your parents, maybe talk to somebody that did it and give them an honest ear. Don't do it just because you like rhyming and you like rapping. Right. Because it's so much more deeper than that. Right, right. You know what I mean? And then like it's the same thing with boxing. Don't box if you're not going to like like they say the cliche, you can't play boxing. Right. I know that a hundred percent. Yeah. Right. So like 
when when like right like right now I don't spar anymore. Right. I don't right. do that. I am a strength and conditioning coach, and I right. look anybody in the face and say, and I don't care what you feel. Me. Right. I can defend myself, and right, I know right, how to box. Right. 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 But I'm not a boxer. Yeah. Why? Because I see what people go through every day, and I don't do it. Yeah. So I'm not gonna play. Yeah. Play fight? Yeah. This ain't play fight. <laughs> so I'm not going to, I'm 40 years old. I'm not going to hop in there, yeah. right? I can hop in there and we move around a little bit. I'll do yeah. that. Yeah. But I'm not going to full out start sparring. Yeah. And I know that my cousin and myself train you every single day. I'm going to help you become better. Yeah. But I'm not, like, if I was to do a, a smoker or something, or do, then I would, I'm not going to just do it. I'm going to train. Right, 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 right. I'm going to, and it will honestly take away from what I train with people. Right. Why? Because I see what you guys that actually fight go through. Right. It's real, bro. Right. So my thing is, if you want to do it, please come down. Come to Bomber Squad, and we're going right. to help you be the best you can. 1404 East Main Street. Yes, sir. Oklahoma, <laughs> California. Okay, yeah. California. Yeah. <laughs> but don't play. Yeah. Come in here and treat it like soccer. Yeah. Treat it like baseball. Treat it like basketball. Treat it like football. Right? Treat it like volleyball. Whatever you do. And 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 listen. And have fun. You can come in here and you don't even got to try to kill anybody. Right. And you can become a champion. Yeah. I tell people all the time they look at, well, kids, do you know that so-and-so, they used to get bullied and now they're a world champion? They could have went bullied, and I'm not even going to speak on what happens today when things like that happen. Yeah. They go totally left. Yeah. What they did was they took that aggression, and they, they learned discipline. Yeah. And they turned it into something positive. Boxing is way deeper than just punching you in the face. That's right. <laughs> you feel me? It's way deeper than that. A lot of people don't even realize that. It's like, you know, it's just funny because it's like, like my, my wife right now, she's not super duper, like, she was a college athlete mm -hmm. and uh, field hockey. Yeah. And then um, she does CrossFit. She's yes. super duper into CrossFit. That's her thing. Yes. She's done a bunch of other stuff too. Strong man, like all this, all the stuff that we were doing at the house, picking up yeah. rocks and stuff. But um, as far as like the notion of fighting, yeah, like it's just interesting to get like a normal person's like take on things yeah and you know there's times where we're watching the fight and she goes oh but he could have got up and i gotta explain like you know this ain't no video game <laughs> i remember there's been times where i've seen dudes like like people don't even people really don't don't know like you see that person get knocked down it looks like a flash knockdown yeah. and but you don't realize when the dude goes from the ring to the walk backstage and he gets cleared by that first triage they go look in his eyes or whatever he still might not be right i remember there was a story i remember sitting on an ambulance going to a hospital mm -hmm. because that's just like a thing like you got to go get checked out afterwards yeah, you know yeah. and literally the person next to me it was me and my my guy that was fighting yeah and then um it was another coach and their guy that was fighting. Mm -hmm. And the guy took one of those, you know, blink, stand up, jump, ref jumps in, like mm -hmm. knockdowns. Mm -hmm. The entire ride to the hospital was about a half hour. I kid you not, every two and a half minutes, he would go, what happened? 
and then this coach would have to break him down and tell him like, "Yo, you you, you got he, he he put you down," and he would like get upset and he oh man, and then two minutes would go by, he'd forget what happened. Yeah, you know, over and over and over. Yeah, you know, people don't see that. People don't see guys having to stay up all night long because they, you know, got a concussion. They yeah. don't want to go to sleep. Yeah, you know, or they throwing up or like. Yeah, they don't understand that. Like it's like like you say, it's like real consequences to this whole, this whole face punching thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> face punching. And and that and and the flip side, like my my reaction to what you just said right now is it's also beautiful man yeah 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 like when i see somebody do something like i it's i told someone it's just like when somebody dunk yeah right or they like catch a crazy touchdown with obj caught it with one hand yeah if i see yeah. somebody slip pivot yeah or they counter clean or the jab is sharp yeah. you know what i'm saying or if i see somebody like yo like my guy, he went 12 rounds. He's not even tired. Yeah. Like, I react that way to it because it's, like, it's amazing to me. It's an art form. It's like I just, I'm like, I see it. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, that's dope. And then I, to know what they go through, yeah. you know what I mean, is put like this. If you walk in a gym, walk into a gym yep. and just join for one month. Right. I guarantee your your respect for it will be so much more. I think you would, I, honestly, it may say it because easy to say because I'm here, but, yo, I've learned so much being around fighters, man. Yeah, yeah. Just your approach to everything in life. Yeah. And, like, even that's an important thing, especially, like, from my from a mindset standpoint, to impart to everybody. Yeah. Everybody get a little bit of that. Yeah. Because that's going to help everybody out. Yeah. Through, through their daily walk. Yes. So, if you, in the fifth and sixth grade, and you thinking about, Rapping. <laughs> oh, and look, a light. You're fifth and sixth grade. <laughs> you think about boxing? Make sure you do it. Yeah. Look, here's a, a lighter note. Yeah. With the rapping, man, people just gotta be honest with their friends too. Right, right. Because if it does, it's not good. Yeah. You gotta be able to. You gotta be able to take criticism. Take that criticism, man. Figure out what corrective action you can do. Yes. And then move on. 100%. You know? Like, oh, said. you suck because you kept saying, um, don't say, um. Yeah. Move on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Keep yeah, it moving. Like, move so on. Much. That's what's up, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, uh, we, what, we about, uh, yeah, we're pretty deep into this. Um, yes. I think, uh, if, do you have anything else you'd like to? put out um, there social media oh what's going on where can people get at you at uh um they could our initial page it just got hacked which is crazy my guy i don't even understand i don't i'm not a i'm not a social media literate type of person right yeah. i'm just getting into it yeah like that but when my cousin called me yesterday he was like hey man the page got hacked i'm like what are you talking about there is no more bomber squad um, he page. did. He did another one. No, we did another yeah. one, and it's bomber squad under bomber underscore squad underscore boxing underscore academy. We had to do yeah. all that the whole while. That's a mouthful. Yeah. And then mine is test fit T E Z F Y T. Okay. 
Um, and I'm just an Instagram guy. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't, That's good. I don't go no deeper than that. Because it gets murky. <laughs> yeah. Them yeah, waters I'm, get murky, boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Like, what I don't is go that? No, yeah, I don't go no deeper than Instagram right there's, now. There's some Loch Ness Monsters we're, out We're there. sliding into um, um, YouTube. Go right. check our Bomber Squad Boxing Academy um, YouTube page out because we're going to put way more content on there. We just got dropped the episode with Johnny. Okay. For the, he's at the Olympic trials or whatever. Him and Jill. And then we got Grayson, Hayden, and Nico over there. So we're going to start putting more content out. Good, you know, good. So, you know, be on the lookout. You know, support your uh, local fighters. San right. Diego. All and if them. you're on Amazon, look up El Cajon Tez. Stop it. Don't do Buy it. Buy CD. I don't Get your do life it. right. Don't, oh, my gosh. It Get went, your mind right. Hey, when people, <laughs> when, like, when people come and they say that, I ain't going to lie my guy. It gave me, like, I cringe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Hey, is that... <laughs> Because <laughs> oh, it's just, it was such, that's, that's why I said that if people want to know, why does he think that about rap? Like, <laughs> yes, I, um, by the grace of God, I'm cleaning my life up, you know? And then another thing is just like, I just, just to know, we were just talking about that. If you put, when you throw something out there. Right. Bro, it's out know, there forever. It's out there forever. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I just, it, that's a tough thing. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, because like some of it is trash, some of it is uh, vulgar, and it's just not how I look at it's life. It's not how you are right it's, now. Yeah, it's, it's such a, a knucklehead way of going. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, like I'm, I'm no disrespect to like the opportunities, you know, at that time. You know, so it is what it is. It's me. It's yeah. where I was. It's not me now. Right. It's just the fact that when I think about it that way, yeah, I'm like, yo, I was cringy. Woo! <laughs> I was on one. <laughs> It's like the Berlin. Me and Berlin was talking about the the track that we did. We had me and Berlin did a track together. Is that right? Yes, it is oh floating gosh. around out there. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm was like, this? No. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like oh nine, two thousand ten. We did one. Yep. Okay, I did not know that. Oh yeah, yeah. Ask him about it. Oh, I'm asking. I, I think for I sure. forwarded him the uh, a link to it yeah, that yeah. was up. It, in the nether regions. <laughs> but you're going to have to ask him about it. Hey, hey low key. <laughs> Coach, he used to, like, I used to always just tell him um, that his voice was just so deep. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. But lyrically. Yeah, yeah. Coach is nice, man. Yeah. And, like, one thing he used to do better than me was freestyle. Yeah. When he yeah. first got out of the Navy, we was driving around and we'd just be freestyle. And he would just murder it like for real he was just because he can think he's a thinker yeah, Me, yeah. i'm a long thought thing like huh i yeah, like just yeah. ramble yeah and then some dope will come here and there yeah he would be like connect 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 like yeah. he was dope yeah. you know what i mean but yeah that's funny i was just listening to this malcolm gladwell con um podcast that was talking about the difference between long thinking and short thinking what do you say Oh, he's just talking about there's a difference. There's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. There's, it a, is. there's there's ways that you can be set up mentally, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. so you can be a type of person that's a short think, short like a quick fast. Yeah. Versus you could be a long thinker, and he was talking about like taking a law school admissions test, mm -hmm. and like what does that actually test for? Mm -hmm. Whether you're long versus short, mm -hmm. and then being a successful lawyer, what is better for you? Is it better for you to be long versus short? It's yeah. a dope. Yeah, yeah. I, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out, man. I, I'm a, I'm a what would you lawyer. say you are? I would say long. Long thinker? Long yeah. thinker. Because I'm not the type of person that, like, like I'm not going to win no argument. 
<laughs> None whatsoever. Why you say that? I'm not going to win. No <laughs> argument. I am not the dude that's going to be like, uh, it's funny because, you know, with my background in fighting, like, yeah. people think, like, oh, you're confrontational. I am so non-confrontational. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's <laughs> something I, I, I have to, like. That's dope. I love that. I have to think around. Yeah. So if I decide to beat somebody up. It's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. Yes. Like, I, I don't, I've already put thought into it. Yes. It's, it, I'm not going to, you know, I joke about it. Like, yeah, I might accidentally beat yeah. somebody up skill-wise, but, like. Yeah. I don't think about it's not like I'm my own. It's just like I just got mad and yeah, I thought yeah. it was and it progressed. Like no, I've decided to. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's gonna all fall downhill. Yes, you know. But yeah, I'm not a. I'm I'm a long. I literally like and like. I formulate my thoughts, like. I talk through my thoughts. You know yeah. what I mean. So like, whether I'm whether I'm writing or whether I'm typing or whatever. For me to figure out what my next best course of action is, typically I've written it out, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. looked at it, and ah, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. I'm like the worst person, especially when it comes to like text messages, because yeah. I probably spell checked it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, probably yeah, yeah. ran it through Grammarly <laughs> on a slide and then copied and yeah. then pasted. Okay, I got punctuation there. Yeah, Everything. yeah, yeah. You Smiley good? Smiley face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Word, do word. too much. Do too much. Hmm, I'm a, I, I gotta think. See, I gotta think about that one. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm a long. I'm you a long, long thinker. thinker. I'm a long thinker, man. If you got binders of books, yes, yeah, and you thinker. continually commit to like a writing practice, yeah, that's a long thinker. Yeah, man. I'm a long thinker, man. Yeah, and that's why I know I ramble. Uh, Rambling? Yeah, a, I it's just an art. <laughs> <laughs> it's an art. <laughs> like, hey, what, what were we talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, and then you know what I mean, but. I love I love long thinking, man. Yeah, it's it's a good thing, man. You you formulating your thoughts and figuring it out and, and picking stuff out and yeah. like sometimes you like just the that feeling of turning that corner and finding something new that you didn't even think was there. Mm-hmm. Like yo, I thought you know yes. I was going around this road, but then this availed itself to me. Absolutely, as my mouth started moving. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I will say though, it is dope when somebody is able to on the spot like my cousin my younger cousin Dustin's like that like child Dustin yeah yeah when he used to freestyle like he was it would be crazy yeah you know I mean that's why like in high school that's how it was like my the homies they were like it was amazing to me it was like such an art form oh and by the way the same guy now that we thought talking about it the same guy that that was the best rapper I ever heard in my life was also an amazing artist like he can draw like in yeah. ninth grade our teacher was amazed by him that's dope like he would do like these like crazy elaborate like just all over the place like one-of-a-kind type of little pieces yeah in ninth grade yeah and she would be like oh my gosh you're a genius yeah that's that's dope I mean, just the ability to express yourself yeah. you know what I mean like so are you do you think this transition to to how dope you were at fighting, do you think that you're able to exercise that same muscle here with with your podcast and be just as dope or I think, even doper? I I don't think I'm necessarily dope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I was ever really. I think I don't think I was ever really dope at fighting. Yeah. I think I liked it, and I think I was I was committed to not sucking. 
Hmm. And it was an interesting journey where that took me. Hmm. It was like, look, one day after the next, not sucking, not sucking, and then all of a sudden, oh, wow, I, you know, I got this. Oh, wow, I get to fight this dude. Oh, wow, I get, you know, like, you pay me this much. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like that, like, mindset was more, it's more what I got from fighting, mm-hmm. and hopefully I'll be able to apply it to the podcast so every episode gets a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Every time I do it, I get a little bit better. I learn a little bit more and learn a little bit more about myself, mm-hmm. learn a little bit more about life, and mm-hmm. it just becomes like an overall enriching experience. And I think that's what I took from fighting. Just keep going. If you fall, get up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't be afraid to just keep going. Mm-hmm. And then commitment, you know, like that commitment to, to do something. Yes. I hopefully that translates in this podcast and people find some value in it, yes. you know, and hopefully we can, you know, maybe bless a few people here and there, you know, absolutely drop one of these random jewels. Just pew. I already, I already <laughs> feel like, Hey, this got me feeling some type of way right now. You know? <laughs> this is dope. This yeah. is dope. It's my first podcast ever. <laughs> I don't, I would, I, I don't know. It would be weird to have a podcast with somebody that, I didn't know or wasn't like like off the t- like off, just like yeah. oh hey how's it going yeah like you know what <laughs> I mean I don't know if it will be as smooth and as like comfortable yeah 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 because like, I'm not that's how I knew I didn't want to rap yeah yeah when I, yeah like actually was like knocking on the door of a deal yeah I was like bro where am I at I'm trying to, <laughs> like this is too much <laughs> who is in this room <laughs> yeah this is crazy like you remember you know like I this is this is dope though I hope you keep keep doing oh that. no it's 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 gonna happen. 100 and that's that's like fight it's just gonna keep happening yeah yeah, yeah you know so 100 my guy thank you thank you for sitting down with me absolutely yep. sir. absolutely i don't even know how to end this thing so hey. we're just gonna stop talking 100 we 100. keep going all day it's been like two hours <laughs> <laughs> it's all good it's all good yeah you know i talk sorry sucking in a two-part yeah two <laughs> Part two coming, you know, people be like, hey, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, because if not, we'll be here all day. That's what's up. Appreciate it. Yeah.